up y'all this is shan welcome to she gets it episode 30 i'm good on our new mlk bullabot that's what we talking about when i heard this shit i was like i've been good off of that shit for years like i really never understood why people accepted the fact that they would name boulevards, streets, highways after MLK and that shit looked like trash. It was never clean. It was never um, any great businesses on it. It looked like the avenue, the boulevard, or whatever was MLK was always left for dead. How ironic. And it's kind of like we, as brown people, have to accept bullshit society gives us to be like oh yeah we see you so here and just like toss this bullshit no but the song to me my point of view from the song um was basically i'm gonna make i'm gonna create my own shit that's great i'm gonna have my own shit that's great like i'm good on any mlk boulevard meaning i'm good off of that i don't need it it's not necessary no thank you and that's what we talking about all this shit brown people should be saying no thank you on to society okay okay we have to stop accepting the bullshit the bullshit meaning black history month you can't snowball and make people small enough to be just a month and represent them for just a month. Black people are all throughout history. Brown people are all throughout history. We were here on United States soil before anybody else was. Let's be honest. Let's be truthful. Our ancestors breastfed your great-great-grandparents. Raised them, taught them, cared for them, while at the same time their kids were sold off elsewhere, don't know where their kids are, wasn't able to keep in communication with their kids for years and decades. Or if their kids were living with them while they were slaves, they were used as alligator bait. And that was like on some normal shit. And we weren't able to be in our feelings. We weren't, we weren't able to have moments of reflection. We weren't able to grieve. We had to get up and work for the quote-unquote white man or the quote-unquote master or the people who owned us. How you own a people you, you didn't create? You know what I'm saying? And it's so ironic that right now in today's climate, in the news, this whole immigrant border shit is going on where since early as 2014, Walmart's been closing and government's just been around it and it's been like a rumor of like what they're using these spaces of the walmart's for and here we go 2018 they got these immigrants kids separated from their parents who probably one don't speak english two came here because they wanted a better opportunity for some type of living for their kids and themselves so they either came a hard way where it took them weeks to come by boat, water, who knows what they had to swim through, walk through or whatever, who knows how they ate, who knows what heat they had to sit in for hours in order to get her all to be separated from their kids. And I don't know about you, but I have two young kids 
and I will die 10 times over if someone or some government told me because I am an immigrant of what they call me, so I am less than human. I have to be separated from my child, but I got to be over here. What? But that's happening right now. But the, the thing is, it already happened in history. But because we are brown, because we are always looked at as less than human, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't need to be talked about. So all of a sudden now in the news, all you see is these immigrants and how they're being treated and their kids being in basically quote-unquote camps, which is shit. Not too far from concentration camps. I mean, what they need to do now is, let's say if they group them up and kill them off. That's the same thing. That's history repeating itself. We are in 2018. The slogan for this stupid country right now is the land of the free. How is that the land of the free? Like, who is signing off on the okaying of this bullshit that I'm seeing on the news? And I've purposely been trying not to watch the news, but of course I'm on, like, social media, so I see headlines for this shit and it it doesn't it doesn't make no it makes no sense where people just put aside their morals put aside their um compassion for human beings and children for the sake of invisible laws and i say invisible laws because nobody can say what the justification for separating young children and their parents is who do not primarily speak english who are not from here. And I'm sure they're... How are you tracking whose child is whose, where their parents are and where their kids are when they don't even speak this language? What what doctors are you pulling to watch over these kids in America? And your whole justification behind it is they're not legal citizens. Therefore, they shouldn't be here. Well, if they can't be here, then their kids need to be with them. You don't separate their kids and leave them somewhere where they can't be. You're you're stealing their kids. You're stealing their rights. As a mother, you are stealing my child from me. Because of where I grew up. Because of where I'm from. And that's messed up. On all levels. And these kids are going to go through the worst trauma remembering these moments that they're going through for the past few weeks. And it irritates me to have to wake up every day knowing I am just a mother, knowing I am just Chantal, knowing I have priorities in my home that I need to uphold for my two kids, knowing that this bullshit is going on and I'm in traffic and I'm looking to my left and I see someone quietly enjoying their coffee in their fucking Range Rover. I look to my right I see someone quietly on the phone chopping it up in their uh, Beamer or their Mercedes and people going to get coffee, people walking across the street laughing it up on their phones. I'm just like, it's real life shit going on right now. And everybody's just moving like it's regular. It's a regular day. But the reality in my mind is I don't want to accept knowing that bullshit is going on as a regular day. Like, to me, that's very, like, messed up. And I don't, I don't really want to accept it. But I feel like I'm forced to accept it because who am I? Like, what is my say going to be 
regarding this bullshit politically that's going on. We also need to stop accepting the name of um, our past leaders on streets and being like, okay, they acknowledge us. Okay, they acknowledge Martin Luther King. They have not acknowledged Malcolm X. Cool. But that's not enough. That's not enough. And, and I don't know about you, but any MLK road, boulevard, avenue I've ever been on, except in Florida and West Palm, has been trashed has not had any great businesses on it or it looks like it's been neglected or it's just one of those boulevards that you gotta you know keep your head on the swivel because it's dangerous or it's high crime like why is that the impression that those streets and those avenues and those roads named by great leaders leave us why do we accept it and the whole you know jay-z line about I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. That's the interpretation I got from that is I don't need it. I'm good. I'm going to make my own greatness. And I feel like we as brown people, and I say brown people because when I see like black on applications, when I see black on government documents, I don't, I don't circle it. I don't circle it. I don't, um, describe myself as that because that doesn't explain to you who I am. What you really want me to put on that paper is if somebody else had to describe me in a high-speed chase or in any um, negative manner, what would they call me? A black woman with such and such hair and brown eyes. But she was a black woman. I saw her. She was a black woman. Well, that doesn't say shit about me. And when I look at my skin, I don't see black. I see brown. You know what I'm saying? And me being quote-unquote black doesn't say who my parents are. Both of my parents were Jamaican. My mother's parents was uh, Jamaican. And her mother was... African-American and her father was Jewish. Her father was um, Jamaican also, born and raised in Jamaica. His mom was Jamaican and his father was um, Irish. So to me, if I say, yeah, I'm black, then that kind of it brushes me off saying, oh, you don't want to know shit about me. You don't want to sh- know shit about where I come from. You don't want to know shit about what create created me. You just want to sum me up to be a color to fit in your description. And I'm not with that shit. And I'm not raising my, my children to be circling no color of what society wants to describe them either. On all my fucking documents, I put other or two or more races Whatever the fuck that means. So if you really want to know what my background is, you're going to ask me. And I'm going to tell you. And we're going to move the fuck on. But I'm not describing myself as quote-unquote black. Even though I know that's what society puts on me. And I know that's in society where I most likely would fit in. But for me to describe myself, I'm not circling that shit. I'm more than that shit. That's just me. Again, me not accepting the bullshit that society wants to put on me. I'm not doing it. 
the next thing that we need to stop accepting is environments that are not up to par. There's no reason why you pay rent like the next person pay rent, but where you live has trash all over the streets, doesn't have any good stores around it for you to shop at. The um, food in the stores are expired, but nobody's taking them off of the shelf. But yet, if you don't look at it, you're going to end up buying it and eating it, and your children are going to end up eating it, and you're going to get sick. Or on every fucking corner store, there's shops that don't sell anything healthy. It's full of sugar, salts, and artificial shit. Like, how come when a community a community is gentrified, you see a Starbucks? All of a sudden, that community is good enough for a Starbucks, or all of a sudden, that community is good enough for a juice bar where you can get fresh juice made for you to drink. All of a sudden, that community is good enough for a um, higher-end breakfast spot or a good quality uh, art store is now in that community because all, all of a sudden, it, it became okay for this to be here or it's a good place for this uh, business to be. Put that shit there so we have something else to want or something else to be curious about. But stop accepting the communities that they give you. It's so funny. Like when I go to work, I usually take the streetway because I know the highway is going to be full of traffic and I don't like sitting in traffic. So when I take the streetway, I might go on Boulevard and then Boulevard changes into Monroe after you cross an intersection. The difference between Monroe and Boulevard, even though it's the same fucking street, is that intersection. Once you hit that intersection... It's 500K houses to a million on that street. But if you go the opposite direction going towards south, you're going to have projects. You're going to have hypes, quote-unquote hypes, people that are on different drugs early in the morning or late at night walking up and down the street and got nothing to do on the street. You're going to have trash all of a sudden all in the street. But when you cross that intersection, you don't see that. You see sidewalks. You see sidewalks that are clean. You see flowers in people's gardens. You see grass that's cut. You see freshly painted houses. You see uh, clean parks. You see how um, roads with no potholes. You see a community, an area, a place where people live that you would want to live too. But if you go across that intersection, past that light, that's somewhere where nobody would want to raise a child. You know what I'm saying? You see a Popeyes. You see a um, Dunkin' Donuts. You see a Pizza Hut, a Wendy's. Then you see a gas station that's full of like graffiti and trash. Then you see a CVS, and the CVS parking lot is all like beat up, and you can't really find the parking spots because they need to paint it over, but nobody's upkeeping it. For what reason? Because nobody sees it as an issue. It's acceptable. But if I cross the light, I'm not going to see that shit. I'm going to see the Trader Joe's. I'm going to see a Starbucks. I'm going to see a Piedmont Park. I'm going to see a, um, a cheesesteak place that's not even delicious. Like, stop accepting what society is giving you and ask for more because you deserve more. The lack of schools 
and a, with a good curriculum in our environments, we have to stop accepting because they're not teaching our kids on a level where they're going to need to learn with the other kids that don't live in environments that look like them. So if you know you happen to live in an area and you can't afford to move out that area, it's up to you as a parent to teach your kid more when they get home. On the weekends, you think that's time to chill and watch TV and bullshit and play games? No. Teach your kids more that they're not getting taught in school. You have to take that time out to fill up the gaps that society is leaving for your children. I always try to fill up the gaps of time with my kids. I teach them with flashcards. I print off things off of the computer. I make poster boards for them. I have a four-year-old and she knows how to read really well. She knows her numbers up to, I want to say 50 by herself. We're reading time. She knows her money. We're going over states and cities. It's possible. It's possible if you take the time out and you teach them. And they're like sponges. They love learning. But you have to take that time out because, to be honest, these teachers today, they're not getting paid what they need to get paid. They don't care. The passion is not there. And the curriculum for schools, they don't care. They just want to make sure they hit their budget that they're supposed to hit for the next year so they can get more money. That shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be how many kids are actually enjoying learning here. How many teachers are actually enjoying teaching here. What's the difference between where this child was last year and now? How can I make a difference in this child so they can grow up and possibly find the cure for some disease or invent something on another level that we haven't seen before? That should be the goal. But that's not going to be the goal if we keep accepting the bullshit that society gives us and our children. Stop accepting the bullshit welfare that they're giving you. I just had court this week um, because... Like, I'm, I'm not on no welfare. Like, I work two jobs. And I always keep a side hustle of something that I'm doing. But at the same time, the fact that I have two kids and they need health insurance, me putting my kids on my, or leaving them on my health insurance, that's more money out my check that I can be using in my household. So in Georgia, you have to fall under certain criteria. So my four-year-old, based upon a month, um, of pesos that they looked at, they said, oh, you made too much money, so we're dropping you from the insurance. One of my jobs, I work in insurance, so I know how insurance works. So I'm just like, why would you drop one kid from the insurance and have my other kids still on the insurance? They were like, well, you know, one-year-olds and four-year-olds, they fall in a different criteria, which you can have in the household. So they basically wanna want me to limit my household income by $2,537. Excuse you? Who's living off of $2,537 a month in one household, where it's one adult and two kids? And I'm doing everything by myself. I'm in a house. I'm not on no home assistance. I pay a real bill, okay? And I'm paying back school loans where I went to school. I went to college. So, 
you know, the whole welfare thing is not set up for you to get ahead. It's set up for you to be comfortable being just. And I'm not going to dumb down my pockets and how I make a living and what I save for my kids' future to be just under where the government thinks I should be in order for them to cover a child for health insurance. I'm not doing it. So I'm just going to have to sign her up for some other insurance. That's cool. But they know that you, as a working woman with two kids in a household with the type of bills that come with that, and let's not forget, daycare would never be able to live off of $2,537 a month. But they they try to keep you in like a construct where you have to. Or people who are on welfare and getting buku dollars and food stamps and all that, most of the time they're lying about what they're getting in. Trust me, I have cousins that live in Philly making lots of money off of the government because they don't check shit. And they don't, they don't do anything. They don't have any motivation to do anything. They don't push themselves. And it's kind of like, shit, were you penalizing me because I'm doing for myself? And when I'm not doing for myself, you'll give me what you think I should get without me putting in any work. And I don't want it. I'm going to do for myself. I'm not dumbing myself down for nobody. That's the t- kind of control that they try to have. And I'm not giving nobody control over my life, not in that aspect. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. We have to take control, teach your kids more at home, watch less TV, allow them to see less TV, less tablets, less phones. Like, teach them, let them read. You know, try to open your own business and have a side hustle. I work two jobs and I still have a side hustle for myself. If you're not having a side hustle and you're just working and paying bills, then that's all you're going ever you're going to ever do is work and pay bills. I'm not trying to work and pay bills for the rest of my life. I want to be traveling in my 40s and my 50s. Every week I want to be somewhere different. I want to have options. You can only have options if you plan and you prepare for your future. That's it. You know, the surprises in my life, later in my life, I want them to be great surprises. I don't want them to be burdens. And I don't want to be a burden to my kids. We brown people built up these people and these families in their pockets, through our ancestors, and their service. So how dare they ever assume that the little bullshit they throw us is enough. It's not enough. So stop accepting it. And that's what that song meant to me when he said, I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. And I feel like we really need to be good off of that shit. We really need to be good off of the Black History Month bullshit. We really need to be good off of, uh, you know, our communities selling trash to our kids. And not having good options for food. And not having good options in our grocery stores. And our communities not being clean. And our teachers not wanting to teach. And how we talk to our kids is important too. It's bad enough that society thinks your kid is an automatic failure because of their skin color. 
But don't don't have your kid come home and you talk down to them and tell them they never gonna be shit. Don't do that. You should know better. You should do better. And if you want them to be better, you gotta be better. Our kids deserve more than what society is giving them. We as adults deserve more than what society is giving us. And I'm not sitting here waiting on a 40 acre and a mule either. That shit is done. They're not giving a shit. Anything you want to get out here, you have to get out here and get it. Anything you want out here, you have to get out here and get it. Some people lie to get it. Some people deceive to get it. Some people hustle to get it. Some people grind it out to get it. And then the years that they're supposed to enjoy, all the years when they grind it out, their body doesn't work. Their body's on shutdown. Their body's tired. I don't want to work until I'm tired. I don't want to work until I can enjoy the fruits of my labor, so to speak. That's not how I'm trying to work. That's not how I'm trying to build up myself. That's not what I want for my family. So just make an effort to do more for yourself and your family and what you accept. This whole thing with immigrants and the children, it makes me angry. I really wanted to do an episode about it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it. Shit's going to get real heated, and the feds is going to be on it. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to say what I want to say, but I want to say it. But I feel like a lot of shit doesn't need to be said. It's just there. This is repeated history. This is not new. It's just happening to another skin tone of people. And the fact that we have laws and people in government that's okay with it and they go home to their kids at night, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And I don't understand the justification behind it, but it just being just evil. And power and greed. But who the fuck is going to be harvesting your avocados? Who the fuck is going to be cleaning your hotels? Who the fuck is going to be helping you on your construction sites? Like these are hardworking people that are not sitting outside begging for your money. They are ready to work for what they get to provide for their families. And that's all I wanted to say. We are good on any MLK Boulevard. That's the truth. That is a true statement. And that's all I got to say. This is Shan. This is She Gets It. Episode 30. Holla at me. Deuces.